Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. What's going on, everybody? Yeah. Welcome back to the Deep Drive Off Field Podcast. My name is Jack. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at LVNerds. I'm here with my co host Ryan. You can find him on Instagram and YouTube at Yankee Stat Talk. And James, you can find him on Twitter at James Valentinus. Today's podcast is a trade deadline podcast. We're also going to be doing our power rankings. I feel like we haven't done them a lot or at all this year. I think it's something we probably should have done, but we're going to start doing that now. Uh, we each give our top 10 with three honorable mentions. So we're just going to get right into that. Um, As there's a drive in a deep left field by Castellanos, it will be a home run. Three honorable mentions here. I had the Mets, Blue Jays, and Mariners honorable mentions. The Mariners are a good team this year, but they're really not that good of a team. Like, they're definitely overperforming. I think they'll regress, which is why they don't find their way in the top 10. Um, and they might get with Merrifield, and that's really – he's like an above-average player, but it's not really much more. Uh, so coming in at 10 out of the Yankees, obviously underperforming. They're still top five team on paper probably, top three team even maybe on, on paper. Regardless, uh, they've underperformed, but they still got to be in the top 10 at this point just considering – uh, how they've been playing recently, and the fact that they lost the anti-vaxxer and Urshela to COVID, and Higashioka, of course. Uh, number nine, the A's. Eight, I have the Rays. Both, again, pretty similar teams in terms of they don't spend a lot of money, and I definitely think they're overperforming, and they're going to regress at some point soon. Um, but they still got to be in this top ten, just based on how they've been this year. Seven's the Red Sox. I like the Red Sox team. I don't think they're as good as a, the best team in the AL. I definitely don't. Um, they're still... A good team, easily the top 10. They come in at seven. I could see them anywhere from like four to maybe nine, even. Um, six have the White Sox. White Sox have been good this year. They're getting back Eloy and Luis Robert. Robert, I'm sorry if I'm butchering that either way. Um, they're a good team. Not much else to say about that. Astros at five, to me, they're the best team in the American League. Uh, clearly, I had them as my World Series pick coming into the season, and I'm still going to roll with that. Brewers at four, definitely the best team in the NL Central pretty clear coming into the season. I don't know why we all saw otherwise. And really the best team in baseball outside the NL West. And top three teams for me are the Padres, Dodgers, and Giants in that order, three, two, one. Uh, Giants and Dodgers, I could see interchangeable. I have the Padres at three. I can't really see them any higher than three. Uh, I could see them a bit lower, maybe to like six. Uh, but Dodgers and Giants, easily the one and two for me. Uh, like I said, you could have them either way. You could have the Giants one, Giants two, Dodgers one. Either way is fine. Uh, I chose the Giants ahead just because they have a better record. Uh, and they've been playing really well recently still. So that's mine. I mean, there's really – power rankings are kind of tough because it's hard to be fair account uh, – it's hard to be fair to the teams that have been really good this year but are slated to regress or have overperformed significantly and you imagine something even at some point. So that's really difficult. So I'm not going to – you know, I know all of ours are very similar, but, you know, it all makes sense regardless. So I'll, I'll let Ryan read his now. All right. So um, for my top 10, I went, uh, so we're going 10, I guess we're going 10 to one. I have the athletics at 10. I think they're pretty easily in terms of the teams with like pretty decent records. I think they're pretty easily, the. I mean, okay, the Mariners, but I, I think they're like not that great of a team either. Um, I think they kind of are closer to the Mariners than they are to a team like, you know, um, the Red Sox or the Rays or the White Sox or the Astros. Um, I have the Mets at nine. Um, I know that the Mets haven't had the greatest record this year, but considering all the injuries they have and the depth they have, uh, I think when they get healthy, they will be one of those, one of the best teams in baseball. I think that they have a very good shot at the national league pennant. Um, and it's just a matter of just being healthy. And I think they can be that, uh, I have the Brewers at eight. Uh, I think the Brewers pitching staff is fantastic. I think their offenses get their offenses played a little bit better as of late. So there's that. The Rays at having a 91 WRC plus, by the way, like since. Yelich, like, in, like over the last month, he's had like a 91 WRC plus. So, yeah, well, Adonis has hit well. I'm pretty sure yeah, Arias has hit saying, well. That's where their best player not being good. So I think yeah. that's why I have him higher. But go ahead. And then uh, the Rays are at seven. Uh, kind of with the same opinion as Jack. Like, I don't think they're – I think they're a very good team. Like, I think they're good. Obviously, they're going to be in the American League East race, and they're going to have a very good shot at winning the pennant. But I don't think their roster is good enough to hold up with some of the other teams in the American League. The Red Sox, I just think their starting pitching won't hold up. Uh, but I have them at six. I just don't think it's good enough to be the best team in the American League. I have the Padres at five. Um, some of their injuries are concerning. Um, and on top of that, I don't necessarily know if, um, AJ Preller is going to be like, I, I think AJ Preller is a good aggressive GM. Like I think aggressive GMs are fun and they're good for baseball, but at the same time, I don't know if he's going to make trades that necessarily make too much sense. 
Um, the Adam Frazier trade was a good one, but he, ne- he he has this tendency to really give up, just sell the farm for players. And if you look at his track record of what he's given up top prospects for, it, the returns haven't been great. And so I think they're a good team. I just don't think they're top three or top four right now. Um, I have the White Sox at four because when they get Robert, Robert whatever you pronounce his name, they get Eloy back today. Um, they have an elite rotation. They're going to, their bullpen is not as good as I thought it would be, but I think it's going to get better. Uh, and their lineup is still really, really good, despite the fact they didn't, that they've had Grandal out for the last few weeks. They haven't had Robert all season, basically. They haven't had Eloy all season. They're going to be very good. The Giants have at three, good pitching staff, good all-round team. Astros two, no explanation needed. Dodgers one. I think you're Astros. I think you have the Astros a bit high. I, I, just uh, got, I definitely think you're considering a lot less of, like, actually what's happened in terms of record. Well, I mean, I think record they matters. They the best obviously. record in the American League, don't they? Yeah, I think record matters, but I yeah. also think, like, I, I think how there is some room for needing to look at, okay, expected, stat, expected stats, um, you know, just how good your roster is, how you're playing with bad players. Like, the Mets have been doing what they're doing with when they've played games with, if you've seen some of these lineups, like, those are AAA lineups they're throwing out, and they're still being teamed because their pitching is that Don good. Don Schwenny Vargas. Yeah, like, how many Vargas. starters have they lost this year, right? Like, no, they've everybody. lost... They have probably like now, one now of the that, deepest pitching staff in baseball. Now that Lindor got hurt, it's been every single player on the Mets has gotten hurt, except McCann, I think. McCann's played better as of late, right? Offensively, I don't know if I'm wrong on that, but he's sitting yeah, better yeah. as of late. But um, I, I think they have like the deepest pitching rotation in in baseball, like by far. Like Meagle is good for some reason. Uh, I thought it was Miguel. Miguel. It's McGill. At least that's the way. Oh, McGill. That's the way that the <laughs> that Cubs people that. say Trevor McGill's name. So they're that's brothers. A, yeah. Ryan, your Wi-Fi is bad. Okay. Um. So I. Just... Uh... I right, go ahead, Ryan. No, no, I said go ahead. Isn't like your list. Oh, okay. So I have my three honorable mentions are oh, the honorable mentions. You got to give your honorable mentions. All right, so my honorable mentions have to be Yankees, Blue Jays, Mariners. Yeah, those are mine as well. Just, I think our order might be a little different, but not that big of a deal. Coming at number 10, I have the Mets. Uh, At nine, I have the A's. Eight, I have the Rays. Seven, I have the White Sox. Six, I have the Brewers. Five, I have the Red Sox. Four, I have the Padres. Three, Astros. Two, Dodgers. And one, Giants, because... Okay. The Giants that's, are the best team in baseball. That's pretty similar. Which is okay. kind of insane. Yeah. But. Anyways, uh, are we going to go into questions now or do we want to do a cumulative I, list? All right, here's our cumulative list. But before that, I just think, like, I guess maybe for me and Ryan, my, my list and Ryan's list are pretty similar. And then Jax is a little different. But I think it's, like, you may not have – figured in like the rosters as much as we did right i mean i still did i just i tried to be because I've, I've been like bombarded with comments who've told me to not care about roster at all and i've been told you're not caring about roster enough so i was trying to find that that middle point but uh i mean i don't know power rankings are always difficult because power rankings mean a lot of different things to a lot of different people power rankings yeah. are impossible to make because well first of all i think they're stupid but to move on from that how do you balance how well a team has played with how well they're going to play, how well like you project them to play as well as recency because power rankings are about recency, right? It's about right now. So some, some power rankings just do it based on like the last week, which I think is unfair to a lot of teams. Like if we did it based on the last week, the Tigers would be top 10 in our power rankings. Right. And we all know the Tigers are not that good. So I, I also don't like like when it comes to power rankings, you cannot like what the Rays, Red Sox, Yankees and Blue Jays, they play in a division. All they all play in the same division or like the Dodgers, Padres, Giants. Well, it seems like the Mets play in a week. Triple A baseball. Yeah, like they do not play any. Like they don't really have to worry about any good teams in a division at all. They're, there's a very good chance they could win 85 games, which I don't I think they'll win more than that. But they could win 85 games and win a division. Probably. Right. 
by a decent enough margin where it doesn't come down to the last day. While the Yankees or the Blue Jays could win 85 games and miss the play and be out of the playoff race in the last week of the season. Like it's, it's very tough to rank these teams. I think if you put any of the AL East teams in the National League East, they would not only be better than the Mets, but they would run away with the division. But at the same time, I can't take that away from the Mets. because I don't think – I don't know if those two teams, the Blue Jays or Yankees, would run away with the division. I, I think they I would. definitely think they would. I would think any of they those would. teams. Especially cons- – I, I, like, I, I did the power rankings just based on team concern. I wasn't really caring about – what I think the ending end record was going to be because like the Mets are definitely not as good as a team as the Yankees on paper. Uh, I would say, but they're going to probably have a, they're going to end up probably in better placement because of their division. I don't really think that's fair to a team like the Yankees or even the blue Jays, just because, you know, they end up in a different division. That's just how do I you, do. So I don't really know. I think the Mets are better than the Yankees on paper though. How? Like what makes them better when they're fully healthy, when the Yankees are fully healthy, I don't really see a world where they're not just considering the Yankees rotation is, I want to say better, if not almost there right now. Yeah. Have no one. Well, when, when they're healthy, you're looking at, all right, you got DeGrom who's a quitter, but he's good (laughs) against Cole. Who's an innings eater and doesn't quit on his team. Uh, So you have those two. Yeah. But Cole's also like, what? Not good. Who cares? But, but, uh, if if we're in a competitive right now, his team and he still went out there and pitched what? If we're going to compare the rotations right now, the, the Met, who's the Mets' rotation right now? No, I'm talking. No, about we're not talking about right now. We're talking about fully healthy. So you have you have I guess Syndergaard, oh, Mets. Carrasco, but you don't know who you're going to get with Syndergaard. Who's going to if, if Syndergaard's going to try to be a ground ball pitcher with a 98 mile per hour sinker? That just doesn't make sense to me. I don't know why he doesn't throw four seamers more. Whatever. Uh, you got Syndergaard. You got you know. Let me just. You got Carrasco, Syndergaard, Stroman, Walker. Syndergaard, Stroman, Walker. Yes. And then you have Cole, Severino, Kluber, Tyone, Montgomery. Wait, are, are, we, are we actually, like, I mean, the Mets rotations. It's way better. It's, it's really it's not better. way better. Just it's not way better. I think it's, like, I think, I think it's rotation. Totally better. You have DeGrom, Cole, you could say DeGrom is better. It's not. DeGrom is better. I, it, DeGrom, DeGrom is better. better. Not and like, then Carrasco is better than Severino. Whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. Carrasco is not better than Severino. And then Kluber is definitely better than Syndergaard to me. Because we don't know how Senator is going to get 2019. All right, if Senator comes out and throws four that is true. Balls, he can okay, but then, but if Senator is mean, throwing sinkers, like he's not going to be that good, in my opinion, at least. Kluber with sinkers makes sense. He doesn't throw 99. So I would definitely take Kluber, and you could call that a wash too. I'd probably take Kluber over Senator, but you could call it a wash. Um, and then you could say Stroman is better than Tyone, and then you could say Montgomery. You could Walker. say. I don't think you could think say otherwise. Tyone is. is actually, yeah. Tyone's no, actually, easily better. I like, like Ty- Stroman yeah. is Stroman's very better. much better. I, was, I actually meant Walker, not Stroman. But Stroman versus Tyone or Montgomery, either way. Those two, like, I would, I want to say Walker plus Stroman and Montgomery plus Tyone are very similar. Um, I think Tyone with managing more contact, and by managing contact, I mean using his sinker more and using his fastball higher as a – um, as an out pitch because his high fastball is virtually unhittable as an out pitch, just considering like if he, and also like what Ryan always mentions this, like if his fastball usage is under 50%, he's going to be good. And I think we're starting to see that Tyone is not trying to be that Garrett Cole type starter. And obviously he was not Garrett Cole, but throw high four seamers, low curveballs. Like it didn't work out for him because his curveball wasn't an out pitch, but his high four seamer is still really good. So if you mix in your sinker there and he's got his slider, he's got that changeup has been really solid. I think he's definitely a better pitcher than Walker. Uh, I like Walker a lot. I, I actually not a lot. I definitely like Walker a bit more than I did used to like him. I think he's a nice guy. Obviously, it has nothing to do with that though. I, I wonder pitcher, why you don't like. I wonder why I like Tyone and not Walker. I wonder why. It seems to be a little bit racist. Yeah, it seems to be a little racially motivated, buddy. But um, no, uh, Walker. Walker managing contact does scare me quite a bit. Okay, I just want to know yeah. how Severino is better than Carrasco. Because Severino statistically better than Carrasco. I don't know. In, in what way? All right. In every I, guess way. I don't really see a way. Unless I'm like misread, unless I misread something, I don't really see a way where he's not. Unless you're like if you go, on. what, 2018 to now, which neither of them have pitched but this year. Severino didn't pit last year. I consider okay. Severino is still like, you know, has even entered his prime yet. Because Severino. Right. Yeah, but, but the other thing is you don't know because he's. Dude, he's dealt with 20... so many injuries. No, wait, time out. But you can't really say that because Carrasco literally missed nearly all 2019 and has missed nearly all 2021. And Silverino's thrown more innings in him since 2018. 
Yeah, I don't really know. Or not since 2018. Oh, no, never mind. He has not done. I, I, is that I, I'm looking at the three year sample size. I guess. And doesn't really work. Severino missed all. I, I guess the argument for Severino being better than than Carrasco would be just as like talent wise, like true talent wise, Severino is definitely way better. I would say. And and also uh, Sierra X fifth. And you got to consider like also fifth. with Severino, Tommy John surgery does not have that same stigma that it used to have. You know, pitchers aren't really losing velocity; some are actually gaining velocity. And there's really no reason Severino can't come back to the pitcher he wasn't. I'm not saying Carrasco can't either, but I would definitely take like 2018 Luis Severino over, you know, Carrasco from 2020 or 2019 or whatever. I understand Carrasco that with cancer in 2019, so I'm not going to really dock him for yeah. not having a great season. Either. I mean, you, okay, you did. So I'm, I'm still looking for. I'm still looking for the statistical. What stat does Carrasco lead Severino with? An X better. He leads an X, not a Yankee. Well, is that for one? He's okay. He strikes out more batters and walks less. And Why? Then, okay, timeout. So the strikeout to walk percentage difference is 0.4%, and Severino still leaves in Sierra. At 0.7. FIP. But, the, but these are like, okay, fine. It's it's 0.04 difference in XFIP and 0.03 okay, and in the, Sierra. And these, guys in, are, in these guys are the same pitcher. ERA no, they're not. is in ERA minus. He's 75 points. What, what are you looking at? What are you okay, looking okay. at? So 17 to 19. That's the seven times we're using for Severino, right? No, I thought you were going, okay, fine. What, we can do games also, I'm pretty sure, I'm going to double check this, but I'm pretty sure Severino was not a sticky tough guy. But I have to double check. He couldn't be because in 2017, that's when he was very good. I'm checking. I don't think he was a, a, a sticky tough guy. I'm, I'm just double checking real quick. Oh, I guess going... 2018 to 20. I didn't even realize. Okay, so if you go 20, no, Severino is not a sticky step guy, and I don't know if Carrasco is or not, but I can tell you that Severino's fastball with the velocity, extension, uh, and efficiency, and his slide. First of all, his slider is his best pitch. Like for real. holy nerd, stop being such a nerd, Jack. His slider is okay. definitely. His, I'm just checking this real quick. His slider is definitely his best pitch. And then, yes, neg- negative 16 run value slider in 2017. I don't see to that. He was so good in 2017. And his fastball right. was negative 11 in 2018, and his slider was negative 10. Like, there's really no – I really don't see a world where – like, Severino raw pitches, like, his, his raw pitches are just so much better. And his stats were very comparable to Carrasco, and he's younger. And his – Tommy John is arguably not as serious of an injury as Carrasco had this year, which is a lot. And he didn't have cancer. And I'm not knocking Carrasco for cancer. Also, Carrasco's just older. Like, it, yeah, he's older. That's the thing. I think I just shot your narrative down, James. I mean, not really. Like, he's just it, – it's just the age, I guess. Because if – I mean, I'm using – I'm on eight, I'm on 18 to 21, but I can go 17. And looking then – Like, looking at raw sample size, like, raw stats from that time is fine. Even though they're they're just too close to, like, really make a, a definitive, like – Right, like, like – Neither of them are that much better than the other one. Probably better. If Carrasco didn't get injured, we would. I don't think we'd be having this conversation, but he did. So that just, right. that just kind of changed everything. Okay, so I think even if you give Severino the edge here, and you the Mets still have a better rotation. I, I'm not saying yeah. they don't. I'm saying it's still very close. Like Degrom and Cole, you could say whatever gap you want, but they're still like two best pitchers in baseball. Like there's not really much of an argument against that. So you have those two guys, and then it comes down to, you know, you could say Kluber, Syndergaard's a wash, even though I think Kluber's slightly better. You could say Severino, Carrasco's even a wash, even though I think Severino's slightly better. You could say Walker, Tyone is a, a wash. You could say Walker's better. You could say Tyone's better. You could say Montgomery and Stroman. Like, they're, they're all very comparable players. The Mets end up having a bit more depth with McGill um, as their sixth it's, guy. I, really- I don't know if Stroman is comparable to Montgomery. Yeah, neither do I. I think he's well, I, but here's I, the I thing: if you're going to you call Tyon a that. contact manager, you do have to give credit for Stroman being a contact manager. I'm yeah, pretty sure Stroman even leads him in Sierra. Yeah, let me. I may actually double check. I'm pretty sure he does. Hold on. Yeah, Stroman has a three nine seven zero, which is better than Monty's this year, and it, so he, he's and he leads him in ERA minus by yeah, twenty five points. It's not even care. close. It's you so do not far. care. Well, okay, but even we look at Stroman. Stroman's weird. Like I, I like I think Stroman's a really good player and he's a good pitcher, but I feel like you know his performance is a lot more volatile than a guy like Tyone, mainly because and I would say Stroman is definitely better than Tyone at the moment. But I would definitely Didn't you say, say Tyone's a contact manager, so if he's a contact, I was mainly thinking like he's not really like, first of all I don't think the idea of a contact manager doesn't really like there's no actually such thing as a contact manager. 
I disagree. There's a launch angle manager, but there's not a contact manager. Um, That's Wayne Kyle Hendricks. Launch launch angle manager. He's a ground. Okay. Zach well, Curry actually, is, is that actually true? Yeah. You Kyle can, Hendricks like, gives up a shit ton of home runs, though. Yeah, he's not. Oh. Well, he's also not very. Like, I don't think like Hendricks. I don't think he's very good. Like, he's a he's, he's okay. He's not. He's gonna give you a consistent. That's career, racist, eh? dude. He's like, there's not, no way. There's no way you actually think good. Dude, Kyle Hendricks is a good pitcher. Like, he's a top. He's good. Easy top thirty pitcher in baseball. He's top thirty might be a stretch. I think top. What? 30, I think. But what, I think okay, at what point do you look at this and go, he's never had a you season know, where his results I, I have been think, bad? I think. I think really a lot of pitching has to do with ceiling and Hendricks is never going to have a higher ceiling but he's not going to have a low floor it's uh, it's, it's he's going to be a high floor high. low ceiling what do you what do you, what do you mean by ceiling though because like he uh, finished second in Cy Young voting okay but like let's be real here like Hendricks is never going to be a Cy Young candidate in my opinion he All already right. was just because voters are idiots it doesn't mean he should have been a uh, yeah, no, I, I get what you're saying. He'll he, never he, be like a top a, five starter in baseball. I guess. Right, right, right. He'll never have the peripherals to be that, but he had a 2-1 ERA one year. But it was one year. And, and again, with it, it's hard to look at that with contact – I'm sorry, launch angle managers and be like, hey, this is a repeatable performance. And you could say – he's repeated it. He's repeated a, a, a good – what I'm saying is like, would you take Hendricks or would you take – I'm trying to find like a – Miley, Tyler Malley? No, Hendricks or Flaherty. Uh, I would oh, take Flaherty. Flaherty. I would take Flaherty too. I would say Hendricks right now is a better pitcher. But oh, I he is. Yeah, but it. like if I'm going future, I'm taking Flaherty. But right now, I'm taking Hendricks. Well, first of all, I, I, I think also, it would be more fair to say like Tyler Malley or Kyle Hendricks because Tyler well, Malley is definitely take worse. Malley over Hendricks as well. Yeah, I think I it's take Hendricks over Malley. Malley's, no, I'll take Malley. Malley is going to be really like Malley just needs to develop some secondary stuff, but his fastball is really good. And maybe he can throw it a bit harder, but his fastball is really good. Look, just look at a better 12-6, maybe a splitter changeup that's better than what he has right now. Um, All right. We're, we've been talking about the Yankee rotation for, and Mets rotation for too long. Anyway, yeah. I'm putting the questions here because I have like way too many of them. Uh, not to flex, but I do have people that ask me questions for some reason. Oh, wow. Look at you, Mr. It was really funny. There was just like, there was this guy yesterday, like sabermetric. I don't understand like, these fucking Cubs fans. I'm. S- <laughs> Sorry, guy they keep like, this guy is unreliable for thinking the Yankees are a wild card team. He's unreliable. No, these these people are like the oh, don't trade anyone. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? Stop, yeah. man. If like he's like could, this could be the last time we see these three Bryant Rizzo Baez together. It will Good. be. And then he's like, stop the negativity. Oh my God. I just got a message as we're talking about this. I just got a message from Max Wilds and saying Mets fans are a handful of sheesh. They are. They're. That's, do you think what, what dude what Mets, fans, I can't, Mets I can't wait for the Mets to win the World Series and the Yankees to bro, miss the playoffs. The Mets, I bro, the Mets hate the Mets. I just hate the Mets fan base because they're Mets so fans insane. will compare Pete Alonso to Aaron Judge and then throw a fucking tantrum when you ever bring up Garrett Cole as one of the best pitchers in baseball. And then James, they'll compare Tywan Walker. Dude, I tweet Jamison Tyone is better than Tywan Walker, and that's like an immediate like hundred likes and, and well, a bunch of tweets. because well, so you're wrong. Easy. That's not wrong. Tywan, wrong. Well, Jamison Tyone has pitched more innings than Jacob Degrom. Uh, in the month so of July, and has lower ERA. Yeah, exactly. Can, That's just my take on it. Maybe Tyone, maybe maybe Tegram should stop quitting on his team. They I think Tyone just cares a little bit more. I, say that. I, I just I I just team. don't understand how Marcus Stroman went as the the biggest like ground ball pitcher in the league, loses the best shortstop defensively, other than like Nick Ahmed. But anyways, and then goes and throws Respect eight shutout innings. What? Respect Baez, dude. Baez has not been good defensively this year. Yeah, well, this is okay. small sample size. Gallo has not been elite defensively this year, but he's definitely like Gallo. Whoa, whoa, whoa! He's been elite defensively this year. What are you talking about? He's got like one DRS or like one OA or something like that. No, Gallo's just not as good as you guys say he is. Yeah, but he, that's just cap, dude. You just you guys just hate. I don't know what's the what's. I the hate Gallo. Gallo? No, not you. Gallo has eleven me. defensive runs saved this year. Oh, I didn't know that. I thought, wait, was I looking <laughs> at the I think I accidentally looked at left field. And not right, and like, yo, Gallo what the hell? Six oh eight or something like that. What Gallo's that? a three point nine win player. That's insane. I know he was four yesterday. He sucks. Okay, um, let's get through these questions here. I'm gonna try to find some compelling ones because there are just so many. Not to flex, but I have people who want to ask me questions. Uh, not to flex. Not to flex. Do I see the Cardinals buying or selling. I see them doing nothing because they have nothing to sell and they shouldn't buy because they're not a good team and they're kind of run by morons. I no, see them buy. sucking. They're gonna buy. They, to buy. they, they, they think they're sell? good. Then Aaron is gonna leave, and then 
That's it. That's what the Cardinals. They, I think it's like, what are they going to sell? They have, they have their top two guys, Gorman and Walker, you're not going to trade. And they have Libertor, who's not very good. And then the rest of their farm is not very good. I, I don't really know what they're going to do. Yeah, but you can you can buy with low-end prospects. But like, why would they buy? Like, a center, like, if they got start, like, let's just say they went out and traded for Kyle Gibson, what's that going to do for them? Nothing. They could they could miss the playoffs by you said 20 games instead of game. 22. Yeah, it's not, like, going to do anything. I think the Cardinals will, like, stupidly add, like, I think they'll get something, but they won't get anyone of note. They'll get, like, Tyler Anderson and be happy with it. And that's it. I Tyler Anderson and, like, Cole Calhoun. Anderson, huh? he's got innings. Anderson yeah, no. And he uh, has club control. So actually... I'm just saying, he's not, Tyler Anderson, Anderson doesn't and Cole have Calhoun, club control, does he? That's going to be there, or not like Cole Calhoun. Four years. Tyler Anderson Tyler of and... the Pittsburgh Pirates has think... zero years. He's a free agent after yeah. this season. Really? Yeah. He's old. Is he, Wait, like he has he has five years of service time. I didn't know that. He's, he's like, been in the league since 2016. I was probably forgetting about somebody else. I was thinking about somebody else. Uh, okay. Uh, what else we got here? We got who will the, will the Royals end up being buyers or sellers? They'll be sellers, obviously. Who will they trade if they are sellers? I want to say. Santana. Will they even trade Santana? Because has to, you have to. I think his value will never be higher. Really though, like. I, they might think they're contenders next year, which would be kind of. Re- that would be I think they. Yeah, I think they end up trading Wit though. Wit. Oh, yeah. Wit. Mariners. Not Bobby Wit. The fuck he's. No, on. not Bobby Wit. No, no Wit Merrifield. I mean, they probably should because his value is like. I mean, he's not very good. He's he's a good player, but he's not. He's like, above average, but he's just not great. He's like okay. He's he's, he's not, a little overrated. His value comes from his versatility defensively. He's an average hitter, and he's like not even in a great. Defense. But he plays every single day. But he plays every day. And he's a good base runner, and he plays a lot of positions. So, and he's a de- he's like an average hitter, so it works. He's a decent player. He's just not a game changer. Like I wouldn't give up much for him personally. But yeah, uh, let's see. Uh, can you talk me through the prospects the Twins got? If you like him and why? This is for Nelson Cruz. I'm a big fan of Stratman. It helps that he follows me, but I think he's going to be a really solid pitcher if he can limit his walks. I saw somebody explaining Stratman having control, which really didn't make too much sense. I forgot it was like Scout Girl girl Report or something like that on Twitter. She makes those videos. I didn't really understand that, just considering he doesn't – He has no control. He has some control. He's had more control than before he had Tommy – when he had Tommy John, he's definitely regained some control, but it's not like he has good control. He's he's definitely walking quite a bit of batters. And Joe Ryan, I'm a big fan of. Joe Ryan, for me, is actually a a, a two-starter. Like, I could easily see him being that guy. He's really good. Um – I like Stratman too. I, I think Stratman might be more of a reliever at the end of the day because of his command issues, but he still throws pretty hard. He's got a good fastball. His off speed and breaking stuff could use a bit of work, but he's still like he definitely has potential to get easily. I could see him up at the, the big leagues at the end of the year, probably, which would be nice. Hopefully, I can talk to him. Uh, anyways, anybody else want to chime in? I thought uh, Ryan and Stratman, like everyone kept talking about Joe Ryan because I guess he's the bigger name. Yeah, as a prospect, but they're pretty similar in value. Yeah, they are very similar players. I would say. Although I think Stratman, at least what I've heard, I obviously don't know that much myself. Projects more as a reliever, whereas Ryan's more of a starter. Yeah, yeah. I I, I thought initially the Rays got money back because I saw someone say like they got nine million or something like that. I don't know, yeah. but I guess they didn't. And if they didn't get any money back. I mean, the Twins got, the Twins got Joe Ryan really in that trade. It was like yeah, they did. Question. They really finessed. I mean, isn't Joe Ryan like a borderline top 100? I don't know yeah. if you'd say finesse. Say well, that. I would say this. They, the Joe Rays Ryan's like they're, like they're – they gave up like their 12th and 13th prospects. Which is why if you're the Rays, it doesn't hurt. Like you don't care if you if, – if, if in like strictly like player value, Joe Ryan is more valuable than Nelson Cruz. Because you can replace Joe Value, Joe Ryan. Joe Ryan's Joe, value way Joe Ryan's easier value. than yeah. Like that. Like, it's very simple. So the Twins, I think this is like the perfect situation for both teams where the Rays just say, here's some pitching. We have like a shit ton of guys like this. Take that guy. And the Twins are like, oh, my God, Joe Ryan. We like, holy shit. And so, you know. I thought it would be like a, well, honestly, you're probably getting a win on a cruise and that's it. But, yeah, but I think I think you're – I think that's unfair think to just go really like, oh, he's it's a win. But the, the Rays are really not a World Series contender to me. Unless they fuck around and get Max Scherzer for some reason. But, you know. 
And even if you only get a win out of Cruz, that's what, like a the, the offensive production, obviously he doesn't bring anything defensively, but that's going to screw over his war, which he's is kind of unfair. Defensively, he brings negative defensive value because he can't play defense. Yeah. But I, I also think- want to – I said this about the Yankees, but if you're the Rays, and I understand that you guys aren't too high on the Rays or Jack isn't too high on the Rays, but the, what, who's the dominant American League team? It's the Astros, right? Are the Astros unbeatable? Yeah. Yeah. No. They're unbeatable. I think well here's the thing. I don't think there, I, there's no such thing as an unbeatable. The Yankees just went and beat them four out of six yeah, times. They're not a very think, good team. I don't think I don't think that there are any Did you say the Astros are not a very good team. No, I said the Yankees are not a very good team. Oh, okay. They're, they're think, not. I think the I would say like in the playoffs, what teams I would take over the Rays in the playoffs? Astros, Red Sox, Yankees. And I'm not taking the Yankees over the Rays. Why not? Why would you not take the Yankees over the Rays? Because like, they're not better than the Rays. Okay, like okay, you're in a, a five game series with the Rays, right now. Yeah, like the Yankees have the healthy. pitching, but wait, you tell me we get to fast forward to October. Old... What? So we get to fast forward to well, October. Okay, and fine. You can take the Yankees. Back. You can no, you I'm can take the Yankees over the Rays in the but in the playoffs, but the Yankees aren't going to make the playoffs, so it's not a. They're a wild card team. If they're a wild card team, they're not a wild card. But my team. point they're is, we're not team. talking about like this. Isn't like a oh my god, if the Rays face this team, they have no chance. There's no team like that in the American League. So if you're a team in the American League and you have any shot, like, at the I playoffs, don't think I don't think really, the Rays can go like, to Houston and beat the Astros. Why can't they? Why they just they beat the Rays? Why can't they? The Rays are really just not. I don't but there's no that. team that is that good. Is my point. The Astros, the Astros are that good. The Astros, the Astros don't have that. a bullpen. They don't but they'll even get have one. one. Yeah, okay, but not... you're saying they'll get one. The, uh, so can I say the Yankees will get a center fielder and the Yankees will get a starting pitcher? The Yankees pitcher. will get a center fielder. We'll have to but know. How do you know that? You it has to. Why wouldn't they? Can't get a center fielder and still not be the, be in the playoffs. Like what? Like I'm just because saying, there's five teams better than them in the American. They're like five games out of the playoffs right now. That's okay, a lot so of if you know, if you know who the Astros are getting. Who exactly the Astros getting? Tell me who the players the, the the Astros are getting. Tell me. Well, it doesn't have to be specific players, but they're it definitely going to go be. out and buy. It definitely has to be because you can't tell me that they're like. And even just, even with no bullpen in a playoff series, they have like seven starters that can that they and can the throw Rays, around. For like some that. reason, have figured out a way to have not any starting pitching and still get good innings out of their start. Like it doesn't make any sense what they do. Whatever they do, it makes sense and it works and it's just it's stupid. But my point is, the Rays with Nelson Cruz have an, a, a significantly better offense in a five game series when there's no Dodgers, when there's no team like the Dodgers, there's no team like the Padres, where it's a team worth on paper with additions are just. I mean, the Dodgers don't have a hole in their roster really. If once they're healthy, they have no holes. Okay, the, there's no team in the American Kenley League. Kenley Jansen. Like you do, you gotta consider also doesn't have to close. in a in a five game series. The Rays have zero rotation. All right, they that's fine. They, they won that, last year. No, no, no. Okay, like okay. Hear me out. What do you yeah. mean they won last year? Last year they no, had I mean, they a rotation. Win. I'm saying they can win like that. They've won all year like that. No, the playoffs is a bit different because in a five or seven game series, you're seeing the exact same bullpen arms every day, which does make a bit of a difference, especially when fatigue comes in and like the Rays are gonna have to overuse their guys. Um, Ryan. You're gonna to have to overuse your bullpen because all their their rotation is a bunch of long relievers. Like there's no true guy I would give the ball to and trust like a Garrett Cole. I mean, besides Glass now, we don't know if he's healthy or not. I wouldn't give. I w- there was nobody on the Rays that I would give the ball to and be like, I can get six innings of two run ball from you. Like there's really nobody on the Rays. Yarbrough maybe. He's a long reliever, really, and McClanahan maybe, but still he's still. McClanahan's pitched better. No, but I think – who do you trust in a playoff series? The Astros' offense is, like, way better than the Rays. So I understand. We'll, we'll start but there. I, I'm not and saying then the do Astros you want Zach Greinke or Michael Waka in a playoff game? Well, the Zach Greinke's not even the, the – the, McClanahan, McClanahan's pitched better than than Greinke this year, hasn't he? Yeah, but Greinke's their three and McClanahan's their ace. They have Valdez. They have McCullers, who are both better than, than – Yeah, that's what I was saying. Like, McClanahan yeah, well, Glassell's better than all, every pitcher they have. So X, X, X at fifth or no, no, no. I'm not even talking about X. I'm just saying he's better no, than every pitcher they have. And, and Glassdown's not going to be back but this McClanahan season. Has so. a, yes, he is. Who say he isn't? We also don't know how long is he able to go because he's not having a surgery, which he was apparently Tommy John surgery was in play and he's trying to go rehab so he can pitch again. He's going to, who knows what happens. Really. Try and like, rehab a torn UCL. Yeah, that's what he's been doing. Been that, Tanaka did that. He, he was fine. So, I mean, I don't, I'm just saying, if you're going to sit here 
if you're going to sit here um, and say that the Astros are going to get better in the rota- in the bullpen, why can't they say that Rays aren't going to get a starter? Why, like, they, 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 they probably Morton, are. Why can't like, they get Charlie Morton? But what impact starter are they going to go get? If it's Charlie, Charlie Morton, Morton. Sure. He, wants to, he wanted to be there. But and the, the Rays are also far. The Rays are also far a few. I would say they're definitely more than just a couple of bullpen arms away. The Astros, for me, are just a couple of bullpen arms away. The Rays oh. need, for me, two maybe even three starters. I think the Astros just go out and get like uh, uh like a Ryan Tapera or something like that. Tapera, they could easily go get two. Yeah, but getting two relievers, relievers are a lot easier than getting two starters, especially. I, I understand. I'm just saying relievers are volatile. You can get a reliever and they can completely suck for you. Like that's completely possible. Yeah, but then you could also get, you, you also got to consider the Astros rotation. You're moving probably in the playoffs. You're going to have a rotation of Granky in no order. Granky, Valdez, McCullers, whoever they're four guys. Garcia. Garcia, Look, and then you're gonna have Odorizzi in the bullpen, Arcidi in the bullpen. Even Odorizzi, like their their entire pen is gonna be their starters because they have a lot of starting rotation depth, along with probably a couple other guys they go get. So, like, do I'm I? I'm not think saying that, that the Astros are be- are not better. I'm just saying that the Rays can beat them in a playoff series. That's totally but do possible. I, no, but, do, but do I think? Okay, and it's possible that the Tigers could beat them. That's not. But I'm just saying, you guys are saying, oh, why did the Rays get a one-year guy in Cruz? Because the American League is wide open. But do I think the Rays are really a team that I would be scared of in the playoffs? I I don't think. I don't think it's as wide open as you think it is, though. You don't. I'm sorry, but you cannot sit here and tell me. Like that, the Astros are going to come in and sweep every single team in the American League. But you, you, know, you said that, that like the Dodgers would. I think it's just the Rays. The Dodgers are the best me, team in baseball. Dude, There's a I difference. Think the Rays are not better. I think the White Sox, Yankees, Astros, Blue Jays, Red Sox would all win a series in the playoffs against the Rays. And the Rays could be all those teams in the playoffs. Okay, but like you got to consider. I, I just don't. I don't know what. Okay, what do you mean by could beat them? Like what percentage like, chance think, would you I need to Rays, say they if could? If the Rays beat and the Astros would go head to head. I think the Rays have about a forty percent chance of being the Astros. Which I don't is good think so. An ad. You, but I think it, it's like you give up a guy, give up guys like Ryan and Stratman. Yes. But here's the thing: they don't need Ryan and Stratman now. They might not ever need them. But why give up that kind of value for a player you're getting for half a season less? Because they don't need them. Like that's a, yes. those two guys are completely expendable for the player. Rays. Jack, you could have gotten a much better player than Jack. Me. Jack. Okay. Nelson Cruz is a top five hitter in baseball. He's really not. Yeah, he's very good. My point is, at the yeah. end of the season, Jack, Jack, can you guys can you guys actually sit here and say that at the end of the season, if the Rays were to win the division, which they are very close to doing, I think they actually they, they're very close to the division lead, but a game out. If they win the out. division, yeah, and they won the division and they get the sec they get the second seed. So they play a team like the White Sox or the third seed, or so they play a team like the White Sox in the first round. You mean to tell me they can't beat the White Sox in round one? Yeah. They can't. Okay. So they get to the NLCS. I don't think they could either. I don't think they could either. Could. Do you don't think they could beat the White Sox? I don't even like the White Sox. I don't think pitching pitching matters too much in the playoffs for the Rays with Michael Walker to win a playoff series. Guys, I, I I'm just I, and I don't even like the Rays and I hate that I'm defending like the them I, think the I don't think they're good. I think their fan base sucks and they're overrated. I think trust the Rays way too much. I think because the Rays front office is profile, sixty wins, but you're they, trusting them way too much with a team that's really not that good. Like they're just. He really said this preseason. Okay, None this is this is a good this is a good team. It's a good team. It's not that. But I'm just saying before the before the season, what did we all say? The same thing. Why are we trusting them? They're not that good. They're not going to make the playoffs. The Red Sox are better. Oh, no, I, I, mean, I still better. don't think I said I still think they'll be probably a wild card team. I think they're definitely going to fall off, and I think there's going to be a bit of a gap between the division winner and that first or second wild card, whether it's the Yankees, Rays, Blue Jays, whoever. Now, do I think... So you think the Red Sox run away with the division? No, I don't think the Red Sox actually run away. I just think that it's going to become a lot closer between... the. I think the Yankees gap is just way too far. By run away, do you mean the Rays will fall off and the Red Sox will keep the same pace? I think that's a lot more likely than the Rays keeping the same pace. Really. Um, and the one I, thing just, I, I agree to disagree. With maybe while maybe Klaas now being able to go one time through the order because we don't know how it's going to work with his, his injury or how long he'll be able to pitch... Like, we really don't know. And their pen is really, really good, and you can exhaust all your options at one game. But you're having... You go into a seven-game series, and then you can't do that. In a seven-game series, the Rays are fucked. In a five-game series, they're still fucked, but they're not as fucked in a seven-game series. Like, they the Rays the are the Yankees, which series. is very unlikely for me. Last know. season, when they had three elite starters. Had, you, you and they beat the Yankees in a five-game really series. Guys. And when and they, they had three elite against, starters. And they went to six against the Dodgers, despite the fact that Glass didn't pitch well. Snell was, 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 is a long reliever, essentially. 
That was, that was more seven shutout innings in game six. Ah, six point one. Six, no, six, I think it was There is nobody on that race pitching staff right now besides Glass now, but he's hurt. We don't know how McClanahan could do that. McClanahan, maybe. But there's he's, he's be- he, so far he's better than what Snell was in 2020. No, I know. I can prove that. I know. I don't need you to prove that. I understand. But what I'm saying is, do you really trust McClanahan to go out there and give you six innings of two-run baseball? Yes. Every time. That's like a yes. Lot. Also, yes. experience does play in the playoffs. Experience, my experience doesn't mean shit to me when you throw 100 from the left-hand side, okay? He throws 100 from the left-hand side. That's, that's gross. He's also been phenomenal as of late. Like, he started off the season really like an eat. Like yeah, a, but, like, I mean, if we're, if we're talking playoffs, I'm taking Jose Altuve over Shane McClanahan if they're in it. Yeah, no shit, because she – Why has McClanahan been pitching against lately? Hold on, because I don't really see McClanahan shutting down – any like elite off. He, he he went to Toronto twice and he had one bad outing and then he oh uh, actually that was well, only four innings. So. <laughs> okay, against the uh, White Sox. He went Sox, to he Toronto to twice and sucked both the times. White Sox do not have a good lineup right now. What the fuck? They're like they're like first in the league in WRC plus. Also, wait, time yeah, out. First off, I want you no no you're gonna you're gonna respect Brian Goodwin. Brian Goodwin's an elite hitter. Okay, actually good players though. Yes, he is. So Shane McClanahan went. To Toronto, he's thrown six innings once. <laughs> yeah, what, Twice. Are you, what are you talking about here? Twice. I think Nick Willis has gotten inside. No, no, I don't. I, dude, yeah, I, I just Nick think. What do you mean? Oh, he shut. Shed. He shut down the White Sox. You're right. No, you're right. Five innings of three run ball. You're right. The Blue Jays suck ass. The Blue Jays suck. I don't know why. Nick Willis is 100 like fourth place. Planted some shit in your head. He has a 32 percent called strike fifth percentage. Gives up a ton of ground balls and throws 100. I want to fucking hear. The Orioles. He was good against. And has a four ERA. Respect the Orioles. They have like sixty innings. I don't know. He has a 93 ERA minus. That's just let's grow up a little bit. He was good. Wait, he was really terrible against the Mets when they had a Triple A lineup. Steamer projects him to have a 3.58 year rate to finish the season. He okay. has a four six. He averages 4.6 innings to start and has a 3.88 year rate. This is not an elite hold on, pitcher. Hold on, hold on. Steamer rest of season. Steamer update rest of season. Or yeah, steamer rest of season pictures. Steamer rest of season 3.58 year Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good. It's yeah, that's really good. Uh, but he's also only projected yeah, to throw 54 good. more innings. Good. Uh, save his own for the postseason. is so good. He's like not a top five. He's like okay. He's probably five at best in terms of. Why, where did this come from? We're talking about Shane I don't know. I'm just. I, I posted a shortstop list and I can't stand it. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Shit. Uh, Lindor's not a Lindor's not a top four shortstop. So no disrespect, yeah, but I don't really give a flying fuck about P Woba plus. I just don't. I don't care. No, I, I, bro. I, I want to have. The, I needed to have this rant for a bit, but Mets fans literally think defense is the only fucking thing that matters for shortstops because it makes Lindor a, a top one Lindor. shortstop. I could see he's been better than him five. since 2019. Yeah, it's clear. I, think I had Lindor at six. I think Seager could easily be ahead of him too. But I don't. No, I didn't. Mean, I, I can't put Seager ahead. Seager is shorts is such a deep position. I don't understand why. I think Lindor is still a top three player, but he's not that guy anymore. Anyways, let's try to get back to answering questions. Predictive Woba is the best stat for both hitters and what pitchers. Is what the fuck is What P-Wo- the fuck even is that? <laughs> no disrespect. Well, P-Wo- 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 was actually like a solid. It's a very good stat. Okay, I'm not paying for something. I don't know what it is. I'm not. Right. I, and I'm not just dis- like, I do think it's a good stat. What is it? Um, It's a good stat. It, essentially, basically, it, uh, the way, I guess it's like a predictive metric um, or something like that, but it is a good metric. It's so just like the predicting, like we can't necessarily like, know. what are we going to barrels? I think, uh, play All right, let's go. Let's move on. Dude, yeah. Let's it's like Sierra with honestly like barrel, whatever. Uh, it's kind of whatever. Do I think the Tigers should pick somebody up with a few years of control? Like, fuck off. wait, what the fuck? Do I think the Tigers should pick up some guys under control for a few, like, few years? Like Escobar, Duval and Kelly. Okay. Escobar and Duval do not have control. If you're talking about Merrill Kelly, yeah, I think that would be a solid pickup, even though I don't think Merrill Kelly is that great, but he's like an – he can eat innings, and he's he's fine. He's under control. Yeah, but I don't understand why the Tigers would give up capital – like any type of – Well, there isn't much – assets to do Kelly that. would cost much, and the Tigers are a good team. Like, they're a – They should get a shortstop this offseason. They should 100%. sign Correa. I don't know if yeah. they will, but they should probably sign Correa. Yeah, they can – A.J. Hinch and Carlos Correa can bring the – Tigers to greatest man. They can bring the oh, trash cans to Detroit and the Tigers to the World Series. I'll be chose. Uh, underrated target for the Yankees, Adam Duvall. Uh, I would say Duvall's underrated, but I think the most underrated target for the Yankees and by far. Nathan, whatever. 
Fuck you, man. Like, come on. Like, never. you know what? Next question. Fuck, fuck you, Jack. Uh, who question. gets Gallo? I have the Yankees getting Gallo. Yeah. I'm not going to. Why would I not so say baby. that? Like, there's Let's really go. no disrespect to the people that call me by. Actually, all disrespect intended to the people that call me by. I don't really give a flying fuck. I'm, I'm, I have said Gallo. I, I had the Gallo shit to NY, NYY since 2019. By the way, some, some people on Twitter, like, try to claim that they started this shit. No. We we've been here. What's what was what, what did Drake you say? you you don't say we? I was here like twenty twenty. No, we no, What did Drake say? The fuck it. What, what, no, what is that? What oh, you like, talking about the rap? We started this like the like the we you started created we, this this yeah yeah what that video you know what I'm talking about yeah. yeah. Uh, anyways, any big names Res can get? Yeah, I could see them. Honestly, I think they're underrated target for Chris Bryant to play some outfield. I don't really know. Maybe Kimbrel. Maybe John Gray. They they have a lot of options. They have a couple holes in their team. The Yankees. Well, they have they have a I lot think of holes. An angel. Nice, fifty one, fifty one and forty seven seems like a team with plenty of holes. I think about the Red Sox. Their holes are all well. The thing, the stupid thing about the Yankees is if you look at their last, like their four most brutal losses, it's on the bullpen. But the bullpen was supposed to be very good and has pitched very well. So I think it's just uh, they don't. Chapman sucks. But he's been, that's the thing. He's been pitching better lately. And then Green was fantastic all season. Had a horrible outing against the Astros and a horrible outing against Boston. Loisaga came yeah, in. Yeah, so that's the thing is Chad it. Green just simply, like, destroys bad teams. But the moment he sees a good team, he gets scared. But the thing is, against the he's Astros, just, he went in there teams. and he just lit them up. And he he lit up the Astros in an outing beforehand. I think the issue is that Chad Green has, like, Didn't he give up the three-run homer to Altuve? Yeah, early in the season, yeah. But I think he, ha- he has had good outings. Can I do this, teams. like – like fan graph splits against good teams because we're no, gonna because it's not a thing you could do it i think on uh reference we could find his era against good teams but everyone's era is higher than good teams that's how it works but also at the same time chad green the issue with the issue with chad green is that he has 50 innings pitched and it's not even august it's, he's not him and loisica and like loisica's 40 innings pitching he missed the last 10 days from COVID. they're not gonna have functioning arms in a very very yeah. short bit well loisica was supposed to be a starter i thought yeah, but it's you can't put a forty-eight inning workload on a guy who's pitched, who's been available for like, for has been available for the most of the season, and then like expect him to be ready for October if they get there. That's not gonna happen. The guys are gonna get hurt if they. They're not getting there, so it doesn't. You don't have to worry about it. Wait, Jack, I'm gonna tweet some bait. Okay. On your uh, tweets. I actually have to get going soon. Yeah, so go, I have to get going. Let's wrap things up so, quickly. I'll ask one more question and then we can wrap things up here. Um. Will the Twins continue their fire sale uh, after trading Cruz? Yeah. They're going to probably trade a couple guys. I don't know if they trade Buxton or Barrios, but they will trade. Okay. Byron Buxton is the most overrated player in baseball. That's, that's Lindor. No, that's actually Lindor. Lindor is the most overrated player in baseball. Because Buxton has had 30 games of elite offense, and people are acting like this guy's like a superstar. But because he's one of the best defensive center fielders in baseball, all he has to do is be an above-average hitter, and he's automatically one of the best players in baseball because he's that good of a defender. Yeah, playing 20 games a season, I don't know about that. He Okay, timeout. He was, what, one of the best players in baseball last year in, like, 30 games? Like, you're, you're, you can bring up volume, and volume will always hinder his ceiling. But if you're a four-win player or a five-win player and you don't play a lot of games, you're still a four- or five-win player. I, like, I, volume doesn't matter. It's just it's, – it's value, not volume. Volume means nothing to me compared to value. Like, I don't value Whit Merrifield as much. Like, I think Whit Merrifield's easily okay. less valuable to a team than Buxton, Seager, even if Seager misses half of a season. Buxton was a 3.2 win player per 162 games last year. Like, like he was 1.2 in 60 games, because I'm just going to prorate the volume, which is unfair to him because he's going to play even less than 39 out of 60 games. But Dude, he had a 2.1 R war. In 135, I'm using what are you talking F, about? I'm using F4. No, don't use F4. It's stupid. Use and then use play appearances too. What? Games are not more about games and versus play appearances are not at all. Like they're not the same thing. You don't use games, you use play appearances. And he no, I'm using I'm using games because he missed 21 games last year. Yeah, well, I'm using plate appearances because you can come into a game late in the game and not have it at bat, and that counts as a game. Okay, fine. Use plate appearances, but and, then you're but then you're gonna work. then you're gonna go per a certain amount of plate appearances. Like how many plate appearances is Buxton gonna have in a series? But he's okay, never gonna say, play six fifty okay, so games. How, how much plate appearances? You want to do three hundred? Do three hundred. Yeah. Okay. And cool. he's like, well, then that's gonna make him a six win player. Hold on. Let's just do this. So times what three hundred? 
It's that makes 4. him a four, he was on, yeah four point seven. So he could have that. That makes him more. That makes him one of the best players in baseball automatically, easily, right there. That makes him worth twenty million dollars that season, like that, like that. Volume okay. is irrelevant because of value. Value is more important than volume in every situation ever. Yes, but there's also value. Like he'd have so much more value if he could like actually play baseball. Right. Then that caps his ceiling. So he'll never be a nine-one player because of his volume, even though that's he can be one, but he just never will have get there because of volume. But he's still a four-one player. A four-one player isn't a superstar. He's right. A four-one player in like a hundred. What? What are we doing here? Dude, in his last, so in 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 um in 430 play appearances from 2019 2020, he posted a 5.1 R WAR. Like here, he has what? What's his R WAR? In this his last year? 540 play appearances, he's an eight win player. He has eight wins above replacement. Do you know how nuts that right, is? Right, but that's 540 play appearances over four years. No, that's not over four years, actually. But my point is, that's like his ceiling is top. What? What? He could be the best player in baseball if he's fully healthy. That's eight you wins honestly in 540 plate appearances. Yeah, yeah, and Mike Trout does that every <laughs> single year. That's a 9.7 win player per 650. That's insane. I thought he was like 15 this year. Like no, no, I'm talking about since 2019. 15.7 R war. No, no, right. since 2019. So, so the Twins have played 100 games this season. So... And Buxton has played 27 of those games. If Byron Buxton doesn't play a single game for the rest of the season, he's still worth like $17 million for the season. No, it was like worth 24. Yeah. Well, I'm not going to go by it. I'm going to say, if you want to stay under the eight per, um, he's still worth $17 million for this season. He doesn't even yeah. step foot on the field for a game. That's, how, that's what makes him a valuable player. That's why people gush about how good he is. Okay. Right. Yes. i to wrap it up because I do have to get going. Are they someone 30? No, something coming back, so I have to go now. Okay. That's good. Uh, that'll do it for this episode of the Drive Field Podcast. Um, please, if you have any questions, tweet us at Deep Drive Pod. Make sure you DM us on Instagram if you'd like as well. At Deep Drive Pod. Make sure you'll follow us over there at Deep Drive Pod on both Twitter and Instagram. I don't know if we'll ever have a TikTok. I was told by our. Yeah, I was going to do that, and then I didn't do that. Here's, here's posting on Instagram. So we're posting on Instagram, finally showing some initiative. Um, make sure to follow me on Instagram. Showing some initiatives as the guy who hasn't sure showed up to record in a week and a half. Follow me on Instagram and Twitter at LBNerds. The Twitter was fun. Started to tweet a bit more on there. Make sure to follow Ryan on Instagram and YouTube at Yankee Stats Talk. Make sure to follow James on Twitter at James Valentinas. It's been a deep drive to left field by Castellanos. We'll see you. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.